Greetings, my fellow Americans. It is February 29th, 2024, the last day of February, U.S. Capitol Hill, Washington, D.C. It has been a crazy 24 hours. Yesterday was the final decision by the Supreme Court of the United States uh, granting certiorari to Trump, Donald J. versus United States. Um, yesterday was a bittersweet day. Uh, sweet because Ma Mitch McConnell, Moscow Mitch, turtle fuckface, um, decided to uh, cut and run. And he has decided to leave, but that's not the story. The story is bitter, meaning the Supreme Court has granted a stay and also granted certiorari for the immunity decision, which is a crock of bullshit because they could have done this in December when Jack Smith, the prosecuting attorney, asked them to do so. So it's not like they didn't have the opportunity to speed this case along, but what they've done is because a insurrectionist husband is sitting on the Supreme Court who has the most tenure and probably is running the show with Alito and um, the rest of them because it took four to grant certiorari. So four of them are putting their big fat thumb on the scale of justice and leaning towards favorable decisions for the ex-president, the traitor ex-president, the insurrectionist coup d'etat ex-president, giving him more time so he can jump, jump on his aircraft, fly around the United States, spreading their propaganda. Because at this point, you know, it's funny because I try not to be a alarmist because that really isn't my style, to be quite honest. And as a veteran, which if you listen to my podcast, you know I'm a veteran because I harp about it all the time to the ad nauseum. But I think it's important to look at what is happening in America at this point through the lens of, of the military. Because the elected officials, whether you are a Supreme Court justice or whether you are a, a senator or whether you are a House of Representative member, you are an extension of the military. And the reason that we have a military is to secure this sovereign nation, to keep you and me safe from people and countries that want to blow the fuck out of us. It's as simple as that. And now you have a Supreme Court who is really showing their true colors, ladies and gentlemen, because I was worried before now I'm petrified because the Supreme Court has the ability and the right to move this case along immediately. 
but they would rather hear cases about uh, bakers um, making cakes for gay couples or hearing cases and taking away women's rights or hearing cases about the LGBT community and the books that they um, publish and provide people to read. See, that those are the cases that they want to hear. And it's not like they don't like deciding presidential elections because they did it in Bush versus Gore and they decided that motherfucker in four days. So you're going to tell me that the trial that is going to decide the fate of this democracy and this nation can't be heard until April 22nd? News alert, they decided to postpone this trial until April 22nd, which is... I mean, they might as well just roll out the red carpet for Donald Trump because they have already... It's like they've created posters uh, for him to win the next election. But yet they still haven't heard the Colorado case about the 14th Amendment, Section 3, which he shouldn't even be a candidate. But because they don't want to do their job and decide important cases and read the Constitution, right? Because the Constitution clearly says... If you engaged or participate in an insurrection, you are barred from office. But they didn't read that. They read, if you're Donald J. Trump and a, uh, a group of insurrectionists, we want you to run for this government because that's really who they are. See, because, and, and there's a couple, um, uh, a couple, Supreme Court justices who are new and they are probably being uh, rolled over by uh, Alito and uh, Clarence Thomas and Kavanaugh and Coney Barrett and the rest of them because they're the, the GOP law firm that are currently running this country. And if the president has any sense he would walk down to Congress immediately and present a bill to add Supreme Court justices to the Supreme Court immediately because obviously it's tilted in the favor of the GOP MAGA cult because they continue to pass and write law as if they are a bunch of cowboys, and that's not who they are. They're there to protect the security and sovereignty of the American people. But that's not who they're protecting. See, when, when people say that the Supreme Court is bought and paid for by big money, this is exactly what is happening. Clarence Thomas shouldn't even be sitting on the Supreme Court. He needs to be recused and impeached. And then we can then find out who else is uh, an insurrectionist and who is taking dark money and driving around, around in motor coach homes and their families are being paid for by uh, Harlan Crow and Leo Leonard and the Federalist Society and the GOP law firm.
because that's really who's running this country. And I heard something today which I've always known, but it was stark to hear it again. You know, the Federalist Society believes that the democracy is not really what's good for this nation, that the rich should be controlling you know, the, autocrat, the autocratic class, like where we began, um, you know, where people were slave owners and, and we all are just their, um, you know, their subjects. That, and that's kind of where we are. I mean, if you think about it, I mean, we're all kind of slaves to, for the most part. But what, what we have left um, is still the right to vote. But they've taken that away. So we're, we're, we're now on the highway to hell, to be quite honest. And it, it's alarming. So um, let me begin by talking about what the, the certiorari that was granted. It was granted yesterday, Wednesday, February 28, 2024. It starts with Trump, Donald J. versus the United States. The application for a stay presented to the Chief Justice Roberts is referred by him to the court. The special counsel's request to treat the stay application as a petition for a writ of certiorari is granted. And that petition is granted limited to the following question. And this is the important part because they're not saying, well, did Trump do something wrong? No, they're saying that they're worried about what the president, not Trump specifically, but just presidential immunity. Okay, so the, the question is whether and if so, to what extent does a former president enjoy presidential immunity from criminal prosecution for conduct alleged to involve official acts during his tenure in office? So the key word there is alleged, and and other key words are former presidents, and whether he was alleged to involve official acts during his tenure in office. Not that Trump tried to obstruct and conspire to um, uh, cause an election to be uh, voided, but whether he allegedly was involved in official acts. We're, you know, like, because Trump is saying, well, you know, the reason that I called up Brad Raffensperger and milked him for 11,870 votes was because that was my official act. Or when he tried to uh, shut down uh, voting machines and have them seized by the military, or when he was giving unlawful orders to the joint chairman of the chief of staff, Mark Milley, to do things with the military, uh, he was saying that those were his official acts, when in fact, those are not his official acts. Um, there are laws that are written that a president does not have any authority in the election process other than campaigning, okay? He doesn't have authority to go out and try to subvert the election and fly around on uh, Air Force One and going into Georgia a couple days before the peaceful transfer of power is supposed to happen, still saying that the election was stolen, that it was rigged. See, that really is the problem here is because people are losing sight because there's so much crime that is going on. Trump 
subverted the election. He conspired against the United States of America to um, throw the election because on November 7th, the evening of November 7th, he told the, elect the election process to stop and that he actually won the election, okay? Which is a lie. Remember the big lie that he conspired against the United States government and the Supreme Court of the United States has basically picked up that baton and are now running with it by delaying the um, hearing and the, and the alleged um, involvement of official acts during his tenure in office. It's a bunch of bullshit. They, and, and a large part of this problem is uh, Merrick Garland should have started arresting people uh, the day after on January 7th, 2021. But people didn't do what they were supposed to. They didn't do their job. Because to be quite honest, it's now starting to appear and is quite relevant that the majority of these people are in involved in this conspiracy. Okay. There is a reason why in the Constitution it says to protect against foreign and domestic enemies, because our founding fathers realized that there are going to be people who um, put um, profit over principle and they will uh, sell their mother down the river to stay in power. And that's pretty much what is happening. It's unconscionable, but that is where we are, ladies and gentlemen. And so... The case will be set for oral argument during the week of April 22nd, 2024. You know, they want to have either party file before March 19th, 2024, and they want to everything to be filed uh, before April 8th, 2024, so that they can have the hearing on April 22nd. I mean, that's like two months away. Um, they might as well just never do it. And that really is... The ultimate goal here it's obvious because they know that by putting a wrench into it it's going to slow everything down and that really you know people are saying well it's you know immunity de facto um by delaying the ultimate um charge is basically giving trump his um carte blanche to continue doing what he's doing and it's sad, but it's true. And then they're like, well, you know, you could, you could go back to and vote him out. Well, yeah, that can happen. But when you have a rigged system, like Trump goes around telling everyone because he rigged it, uh, this is what they're talking about. And we have a Supreme Court filled with a bunch of GOP mega cult allies. And it's quite obvious, right? because they were put into place for this entire process because that is what they're doing. They are overthrowing the United States government and right in front of us. And they know what they're doing, but they don't give a shit about what they're doing because they know the majority of Americans are gonna kind of be like, oh, well, you know, the Supreme Court is hearing the case. No, they have given Trump immunity de facto basically saying he can go out and do whatever he wants and only the American people can vote them out when they want that to work by um, allowing different states the ability to do whatever they want. And then when the states try to block Trump, they block 
the states. Perfect example, 14th Amendment, Section 3. We still haven't heard what they're going to do with Colorado, but because, you know, they're slowing everything down because they don't want this case to go before a jury of his peers because they know that he's going to lose. And if he loses, then the Supreme Court will lose their standing as a conservative mega cult party. It's dirty pool, but that's what's happening. So we got to pick up our game. I've got to pick up my game. I realize that. I didn't really want to get as involved as I need to, but the writing's on the wall. And, and I never thought that I would have to be an advocate for a party that is trying to overthrow the government, but that's pretty much what is happening, ladies and gentlemen, and it's a sad state of affairs because this court, the Supreme Court, could have heard this case last week. They could have heard it last year, but they don't want to do that. They don't want the circus clown to be put on the stand because he is going to blow their cover. And that is the problem. That is the real truth. So a leading constitutional uh, a judge, uh, Lawrence Tribe, he's one of my favorite uh, constitutional experts, uh, yesterday said, and I quote, it cannot be the case of a president is forever immune from crimes committed during office. The Supreme Court is suppressing evidence they, the voters, need to decide intelligently whether the person they're voting for is guilty of an extreme felony of stealing an election and remain in office. This is what the Supreme Court has arranged. So basically, uh, Lawrence Tribe is saying that the Supreme Court, by suppressing um, this, uh, this, this trial, has... Uh, decided that they don't want the voters to be able to select the next candidate for office of the presidency because they need to uh, wait to decide whether he is immune from actions that they performed while they were in office, the crimes that they committed while they were in office. And that's startling. And yesterday, J. Michael Luddig, another constitutional lawyer and judge, said that this was momentous. And that's a quote. And I couldn't agree more with both of these constitutional experts that this is both momentous and the Supreme Court suppressing evidence that we need in order to select the next president. And that brings me to the next trial that is happening at the end of March. I think, believe it's March 24th. The New York trial, the Alan Bragg uh, attorney who is charging Trump, you know, they call it hush money, um, the uh, play for pay, but what that really is, is the true election interference case. Because in 2016, Trump paid Michael Cohen or charged Michael Cohen with hushing Stormy Daniels, the porno actress that Trump was fucking. 
and he was fucking some other playmates um, and other women that he uh, had the Enquirer uh, stop those stories. He paid them to stop those stories because he had them on on his contact list, you know, for speed dial. And so that if the story was to come out, that they would um, shut the story down. And that was part of the election interference. They call it the hush money case. But obviously, the, the legacy media doesn't call it what it is, but it is election interference because he was trying to hide the fact that he was fucking a porno star. And that is the first criminal case that's going to be happening. And he's going to lose it because him and Bill Barr conspired while he was president to shut this down. And he was even writing checks on the, on the, uh, in the Oval Office to, for hush money to keep all these women quiet. And I've talked about this before, which everybody knows. I mean, if you know how to read, you know that Trump was fucking Stormy Daniels. Okay, and then but he calls her whore's face and, you know, he says he doesn't know her and he doesn't know anybody. I don't know how he gets around without knowing anybody, but he doesn't know anybody. Just like he didn't know E. Jean Carroll, who he raped in a uh, dressing room in Bergdorf Goodman. But he didn't know her and she wasn't his type. But yet he mistook her for his ex-wife, Marla Maples, in a photograph, right? So I think the, the, the key here is that people need to start recognizing that Trump is a fraud. Always has been, always. He's a lots of other things, but a fraud he is. And the, um, the cracks are starting to show, not just in his, his fake story, but in him as well. Because if you hear him on the main stage, he sounds like a psychopath because that's what he is. Always has been always will be. Perfect example is his latest diatribe at the um, Black Caucus, where he was saying that he, um, because the lights were so bright, he could only see the black people. Okay, who says that? Who, who says those things? Because he doesn't know what he's saying. That's the problem. He thinks he's at one of his uh, KKK rallies, but he's not. He's in front of a group of black people who have no brains, who think that he, he is working for them when in fact he's doing the, quite the opposite. If I was in an audience and he said something derogatory towards my fellow Americans about how black we were, that you could see us in a, in a room full of light, I would have a problem with that. See, but this is what he's so good at, at spinning the story. And, and making um, making up fairy tales. That's what he does. So other things that um, Lawrence Tribe said were that what is the what is the contour of a president's official duties? They're making it more complicated. Meaning, the Supreme Court doesn't need to figure out what um, immunity rights a president has. At this point, we already know what the presidents um, are able to do. But what they want to do is they want to split hairs. That's really what they're doing. They're splitting hairs about what the president or uh, present and 
uh, past presidents are able to do as a president? What are they immune from? So basically what they're going to do is have a spreadsheet and pick out what he can and what he can't do and then throw it back to the courts and then they're going to fight about it till the end of time. Because remember, this is about delay. This is about postponing the um, the trial so that Trump has a uh, a green light to be a candidate in this presidency, which he should not, based on the 14th Amendment, Section 3. And like I said before, Merrick Garland waited too long, and this is where we are, unfortunately, because of Merrick Garland. He waited too long. It's been three years going on four years, and this asshole should already have been in jail. He should already be in the brig. He should already be uh, locked up, but unfortunately, that's um, not what happened. So Trump is using procedural gimmicks to make the trial go away. The court bears responsibility for what is happening, meaning that Trump is famous and probably one of the most famous um, defendants where he just sues everybody for everything and then just milks them in court until they give up, which is what he's doing to the United States. I mean, he's basically pulling a Trump on the United States, and that was that was the idea, right? The GOP. And, and really, this is the responsibility of the GOP. And that's why Mitch McConnell, that fucking turtle fuckface loser, um, is now running away from the shit that he destroyed because he knows, and he's like, you know, um, crocodile tears on the Senate floor yesterday about how he did everything that he could for the betterment of America. No, you did everything in your power to destroy this country and the rights of the American people. And now that it's all exploded and imploded and the, the dust is now settling, he walks away into the... Into the um, into the horizon, when, and when in fact he should stick around and try to clean up the mess that he created, because this is his responsibility. He is the main person that is responsible for Donald Trump, period. End of story. He is the guy, because he didn't vote to impeach this guy out. He said that the courts would have their day, and here we are once again, on this never-ending cycle of this story going around and around and around. Sickening. Okay, so the problem with the Supreme Court is they're focusing on what any president is immune from. The president is a commander-in-chief. This commander, Donald Trump, obstructed and conspired to overthrow an election and stage a coup d'etat. No president or party in history or precedent has been a fucking scumbag to lie and cheat. His authority didn't give him the right to involve himself in the election process and deny the electorate their God-given right to vote, which he lied about and stopped unofficially. This is the problem, not whether or not allegedly he um, was performing his official duties while he was trying to subvert the election and stage a coup d'etat. See, that's the thing that nobody really talks about because... This was a coup d'etat, period. I'm going to say it again. This was a coup d'etat. This is what they were doing. And this is what they continue to do. 
That's but the Supreme Court is in on the on the gig. You think it's by happenstance and coincidence that Clarence Thomas's wife had Mark Meadows' number on speed dial? Mark Meadows was the chief of staff to Donald Trump, the president at the current time. And the Supreme Court's wife was screaming like a maniac and released the Kraken. She sits on the board of Leonard Leo's company. He was paying her. See, but they don't want the American people to know this. This is the sick part. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so um, question, will the trial be able to be completed before the elections? Uh, probably not. Um, that's what some of the experts are saying because by the time they come out with a decision, it's gonna go back to the courts, Trump's gonna appeal it, the election is in November, you do the math. I'm not gonna say whether it is or it will be, but I remember Judge Chutkin saying, that the election is not going to interfere with her trial. But that doesn't mean that by the time that the Supreme Court decides this immunity, which based on the, but it doesn't really matter because they don't follow the constitution anymore. So it doesn't really matter what we say because they're going to decide for the GOP because remember, that's who they are. <laughs> so we can't, we can't try to hypothesize what they're going to do because they have already showed their true colors. It took them 130 days since the Supreme Court to hear this case. They're complicit in delaying the case. So 130 days is when Jack Smith went to them and said, just decide the immunity now and so we could get moving on this trial, but they turned him down and then they sent it to the appellate court and then the appellate court said he doesn't have immunity, period. And then they were like, oh no, 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 they're not gonna have the last word in this and this is where we are. Like I said, Jack Smith asked them in December to decide this issue and the Supreme Court said no and then they shot it right back. Um, no person is above the law, but the Supreme Court has allowed immunity de facto by not allowing Judge Chutkin to continue preparation. Originally, Chutkin gave attorneys the 88 days uh, to prepare. She was like, you know, whenever all these um, appeals are finalized, you'll still get 88 days. Well, let me tell you, they know what they need to do in order to prepare for this trial. So when June rolls around, when they decide this, they could start the trial the next month or so. But see, it's pushing it. And, and it like any political trial, there, it's not going to happen. I, I don't have any optimism because it's so crooked and corrupt because it all is. And that really is the problem with Washington, ladies and gentlemen, is that they have been... They have, the GOP traitors have infiltrated the Supreme Court, and that's where we are. It's like having bank robbers working in the safe and driving armored cars around. They're stealing the money while they're in the bank, 
And that's kind of where we are. It's unfortunate, but it's true. They're denying the American electorate a truthful candidacy and their qualifications to be a president. SCOTUS is influenced by big dark money and that's their motivation. Trump wrote on Truth Social that legal scholars are extremely thankful. The court stepped in to decide on immunity. This is a quote from Trump. Presidents will always be concerned and even paralyzed by the prospect of wrongful prosecution and retaliation after they leave office. That is a bunch of bullshit because we've never had a traitor or an insurrectionist as a president. See, this is, this is the um, card trick, the Trump card trick. He's basically saying that if we don't grant immunity, that presidents will worry about doing their job because they'll be charged for a crime. No, you fucking asshole. The problem is, is that you are a criminal, you were doing criminal activity while in office, and now you want a green light to be able to walk away just like Mitch McConnell is doing. You blow your shit up and then you walk away. See, and that really is the problem here, is that these fucking assholes don't realize that these are real jobs. These are jobs that you have to do, right? Just like the current senators and House of Republicans on Capitol Hill, they don't know how to govern. And there are senators on the floor as of an hour ago screaming about the GOP don't know how to govern because they don't. They don't know how to do their job, period. And that's why we are where we are because these fucking assholes don't know how to do their job and all they know how to do is tear down anyone who's trying to do their job and then calling them an asshole while they're trying to do it. They have no shame. There's a reason why people say that they're shameful because they don't have any shame. And that's why Hunter Biden is on Capitol Hill trying to defend himself because the GOP is trying to tear down the current president based on evidence from a Russian agent. And there's a reason why Russia keeps circling the drain is because we haven't solved the problem with the ex-president who's bought and paid for by someone or something that is related to Russia. <laughs> we still haven't come to grips with that. And we don't know how far it goes. And the reason it sounds alarmist and crazy is because it is. Oy, oy, oy. So another Trump quote is, I'm being indicted for you and he can only see black people in a room full of light. I wrote that down because I thought it was important. This is how insane he is. He's got a problem and people need to come to grips with his insanity. And all this smoke and mirrors is just a, a, a delay um, scheme to take your eyes off the ball. Because what is really happening is these people are stealing our lollipops and allowing big money to, to have their people, us, the voters, our rights taken away while they continue to make more money. It's, it's as old and crooked as the story is. That's the problem. Oy, oy, oy. Well, anyway, that's the latest, ladies and gentlemen. I, I know I sound a little alarmist, but to be quite honest, that is really what's happening. And I was going to go to Capitol Hill today, um, which I still might, I haven't decided, uh, but I'm 
still trying to find a location of where I'm going to set up my camera and how I'm going to start asking questions. And the, the great thing is I saw a bunch of senators in, um, I believe it was the Cannon Building or the, the, uh, the Dirksen Building versus where they usually set up their, um, their meetings. Um, because in the hornet's nest in the Russell building is where they have like Newsmax and Fox News. And that's where all these Republicans run out and get on camera and, and uh, spread propaganda. I want to pick up a new, air, a new location. I don't know where it is going to be yet, but I'm still working on it. And to be honest, I have a lot of time because the trial is not going to begin until the summertime. So unfortunately, this is going to be dragged out even longer. Um, which could be a good and bad thing, I think. Um, but anyway, everyone have a wonderful day and uh, keep the faith. And to my patriots out there, uh, you know, support your veterans. And um, remember when people say that they're a patriot, make sure you understand what that means because the GOP, MAGA cult party, they are not patriots. They're something else. I don't know what they are. I don't care to know what they are but until they start um, pledging their allegiance to this country as opposed to believing Russian agents and trying to continue the stage, the coup d'etat against our government. This shit is not going to stop. And I believe that we need to clean up the house, literally and figuratively, because that really is what it's going to take. Um, and our elected officials don't understand what the Constitution means. When they raise their right hand and, and swore an oath, that means something. Whether they want to believe it or not, it actually means something. So if you're going to ask a, uh, a private or a corporal or a seaman or an airman to go out and fight for you to, to, so that you can um, be a traitor, you, you can't do that. You can't ask a soldier to go out and fight and provide you protection while you're being a propagandist and a traitor in the Capitol, in the White House. See, it doesn't work that way. Profit over principle. It actually means something. Okay, everyone have a wonderful day, and let's chat soon. Bye-bye.